We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Areza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. All right, we're recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok Rock actual play. Tonight, we are back on board Mothership. This is Gradient Descent again, but sort of like Gradient Descent adjacent for now. Um, and uh, we are, I think we're just going to, we're going to dive right in and we'll have, we'll do a recap after you guys introduce your characters. So let's start with whoever's at the top of my list, James. Oh, that's me. You are James. Hi, I'm James. I'm playing Rook Brannigan. He is the teamster of the group. He likes to build things. He likes to fix things. And he likes to hit things with a crowbar. Uh, he has a very beautiful patch that says keep well lubricated. Because, you, honestly, you guys got to keep <laughs> things well lubricated. I mean, you, sure. you don't want things non-lubricated. Then they just don't move. That's terrible. Unless you don't want it to move, then you should probably use duct tape. But, uh, yeah, that's Great. me. I'm Thanks. James, the, the teamster. Thanks. Slightly Thanks going that. and stressed out. Thank you for that succinct explanation of lubrication, James. Uh, next up, we'll do Ryan. All right. Hey, everybody. I am Ryan. Uh, tonight I'm going to be playing Zark Muckerberg um, or, or Zuck. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Muck. Ugh. Who would be named Zuck? Muck to Weird. his friends. Uh, he is um, the... What the fuck is my class? He is the scientist of the group. Uh, he is an expert in artificial intelligence, hacking, and computers. Uh, he knows some first aid. He's the only pilot in the group. And his uh, his character art is just uh, Mark Zuckerberg with a mustache that I drew on in MS Paint. All right. And last but certainly not least is Chris. Right. My character's name is Titus Tajerius. Um, he looks exactly like the wrestler, Titus O'Neil. Uh, let's see. He's – what does his patch say? No, his pin says all matter wants to be on fire. And it, the patch on his jumpsuit is a radiation symbol. Uh, let's see. He's got a fear of unknown food and a fear of being alone. And he's got some cheap plastic sunglasses. Very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about, oh, I'm the Marine of the group. So that's that. Okay. All right. So why don't you two, uh, James and Chris, give Ryan a rundown of what happened in the last game? Uh, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Well, eh. I heard you guys had a fun time and killed a bunch of androids. Yeah, we killed a lot of androids. Yeah, we, of we them. had to. We invented the space station. Well, it's, it was a ship. Okay. It's the size of a space station. Yes. Uh, and there's also something in the atrium that you haven't really gotten eyes on yet. 
Oh, the thing that's not allowed to be in the red sun's light. Yeah. So, uh, what happened was you guys made it to the, uh, I wrote it down. Where did, where did I write it? Uh, here we go. The new Mayflower 2. The new Mayflower 2. You made it onto the ship, uh, and you found some androids there who were running the place. The, the walls are covered in a alien script. Uh, the ship belongs to a cult named the Children of Zygathos. And they believe that their alien god will hatch from an egg that they have in their atrium. The androids were apparently kind of controlled, maybe, by the egg thing. uh, And killed most of the human crew. And brought their bodies to the egg, which used them for stuff. Uh, they deviated from their course and are orbiting this red giant because the egg needs to absorb the light from the red giant in order to hatch, more or less. Or the prison, which you found out, it's not an egg, it's a prison. Uh, and once it absorbs a few centuries of light from the red giant, it will open. So you manage to space all the androids, but the thing, uh, prison thing, didn't seem to move. It's still just stuck in the abattoir of the atrium and so the you decided last game that you were going to pilot the uh generation ship the colony ship set it on a course away from the star uh go to cryo sleep for about a month or so and then wake up and figure out what to do with it once it was not able to absorb the light of the red giant anymore So, I guess we'll start with you guys waking up. Uh, it's uh, It's been a month. Do you want to have uh, your ship AI, Gemini, wake up either Helena or Gloyd? I don't. Uh, definitely not Gloyd. And <laughs> Helena's a terrible therapist, but I definitely do want to do some one-on-one session with her eventually, at some point in time, to lower my stress. Your stress is rather high, yes. Uh, you can also go carousing once you get back to uh, Wilson's Folly. That will that will help lower your stress as well. Ryan, I need you to make a body save for Muck. Oh boy. Let's see. I rolled a 17 out of 33, so I passed. Oh, okay. Uh, so you don't need to take stress because of your uh, pack addiction. Hooray! You're okay. You're not. You're not Jonesing just yet. You can. You'll be fine. So Muck the three is, of you uh, awaken. I was going to say, Muck, Muck gets up, and he's a little groggy and a little cranky, and he's just sort of rubbing his eyes. He looks around. Didn't didn't we hire a janitor? This this place is kind of filthy, you guys. What? You guys wake Lloyd up at all? No, I don't think we will. I don't think he's going to do much cleaning if we did. He even looks pathetic I- while he's in cryosleep. Is he sucking his thumb? Yeah, it looks like yeah, it. Yeah, that definitely what it looks like. 
Never seen anyone actually do that. Looks kind of like you right, so. them too. <laughs> oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's just the three of you. You guys are on the Oberon Mariner, which is docked with the new Mayflower 2. Uh, and you have, you, as you wake up, Gemini tells you that you are far enough away from the Red Giant that its effects presumably would be minimal on the, whatever the thing is. But you have to decide what to do with it. Also, uh, we did discuss about uh, skimming some stuff off the top of the ship. You know, like, you know, taking some things of value before we turned it over. Sure, yeah. It's, a, it's an entire colony ship. There's lots of stuff in there. But first things first, we need to talk about what we need to do with this orb. What do you think, Mucky Muck and the Funky Bunch? Um... So, so this thing has some kind of alien god imprisoned inside it? Well, that's what they believed anyway. And the things that were made out of those people in the... It's just terrible. I mean, that sounds like something that we want to probably offload to the highest bidder and then get as far as fuck away as possible. It also sounds like something I don't want ever really waking up if it has that kind of influence on people and or androids. Yeah, I would you don't feel know bad if it had- selling oh. that to someone and consider, you know, thinking what they might do with it. But also, I'm not sure what else to do with it. Throw it in a black hole? I mean, I I don't really know much about astrogation, but um, I don't I don't know if we're passing by any black holes. Uh, G- Gemini, are there any black holes in this sector? Just handy? Uh, n- none that are on your route back to Wilson's Folly, which is the course you currently have plotted. That would be an astrogation role to reroute to a black hole. I don't think I know anything about astrogation. Uh, uh, it is an expert level nope. skill. That is that is the next uh, the next tier up that I do not have, and I don't have any skill points to spend. So, I mean, you could you could try with just a straight intellect check, but it's going to be at disadvantage. All right. Um. Because it's it's a complicated thing and you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, Rook or or Titus, if one of you helps me out with this, uh, that that might uh, we can we can probably figure out these these digital star charts. Uh, I mean, I'm certainly willing to help, but I I don't even have piloting or anything. I don't know if you need any the skills. I mean, my but intellect is forty five. Sure, I'll help. I'm in. Well, as long as I get one person to help, it gives me advantage, so that negates my disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Let's see how we do. Boop. 
23 out of 59 for straight intellect. Okay. Uh, you're, you're pretty sure you've got a, a course to a black hole. It's going to add a... Uh, it's not very close, so it might add an extra decade or two in real time to your trip. You, I mean, you'll be in cryosleep the whole time, though, so it's up to you. Right. Well, after seeing what that thing was doing, I'd certainly be more comfortable destroying it. Hmm. I mean, the like, universe is a be... pretty... The universe yeah. is a pretty big place. We could just jettison it into deep space. Yeah, but if this thing actually does... It could just be an inanimate object that somebody found and they're like pretended that it was like some sort of god but if it actually does have some influence on humans or androids or humanoids i don't really want something like that around that can convince them to do what they did in that atrium i mean i didn't see the atrium you guys did so trusting you i I imagine there were security cameras in this ship right yeah, that's how you saw the – you only saw it through cameras. You didn't actually go into the atrium. Okay, so, well, well, Z- uh, Zark, if you want, I can pull up the, uh, the the video feed and you can see what they did. I don't recommend it. I mean, it can't be that bad. How bad could it really be? I'll, I'll look at the uh, video all right. feed. All right. Uh, make a stress test. I'm sorry. Make a sanity test. Thirteen sanity out of 40. save. Thirteen out of forty. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's that... that's a three because ten is zero. Okay. In that case, uh, oh, you only take four stress. Oh wow! So yeah, you took a lot of stress last time for a reason. <laughs> You pull up the video, and it's a little it's a little grainy. Uh, see, it's, it's not high not high def, but uh, it it's also uh, because the the place did get vented, so there's lots. Oh no! Of... But there should be records of it from before we vented it. Oh oh! So you're showing him like old footage. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, it's still real bad. Uh, there's sculptures made out of flesh. Uh, Some of them are kind of pulsating. There's also like Mobius strips of what was once people uh, moving and spinning and folding in on themselves. It, it looks like something turned humans into abstract arts and also chandeliers and pedestals and, rugs uh it's just everything here is just covered in remnants of pe- but not just remnants like they've been remodeled it's not like it's not like they tore apart a person and stitched them into a chandelier it's like what if a person was a chandelier See, it's pretty pretty fucking horrifying Oh, those are teeth. Yeah, I've yeah. seen enough. Let's let's go to the black hole. 
All right. Okay. Uh, so you you set the course for a black hole, uh, and then you're going to head back into hyper uh, cryo sleep because it's going to be a while. So again, these could have just been some crazy people that reprogrammed some androids or or whatnot. Well, but still, why take the chance? I mean, if you want to, you could explore the uh, the new Mayflower two some more and see if there's any records about them or what they were doing. Uh, you you didn't really get a chance to do that last time, so you can do that if you want. But I mean, well, I also want to go and find things of value as well. So I I I would be down for searching the ship for things, and if I stumble across information, um, who's to say that I wouldn't mind? Okay. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got a decade. It's not like we can't change our mind in this ten years. Well, you can't be awake during hyperspace because that's real oh. bad. So, I mean, so if you want well, either either before you head to the black hole or after, doesn't really matter. Uh, you could you could go through the ship and figure out what you want to take. Well, let's go through it before, just in case we do find out something about the the thing in the. Uh, okay, the sure. Thing, and we change our mind about what to do with it. All right. So uh, you all like su- are you putting dump it into a black hole and then find out ten years later that dumping it into a black hole immediately releases it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I would assume okay. it would crush it into quantum foam, but you know, I don't know yeah. how our alien gods work. I would you know what happens the when same, you assume? Then again, I I don't think that uh, most things would get along with the light coming off that red sun. It was kind of harsh. All right. So are you guys putting your uh, vac suits back on? There is air and stuff on the other side, you know. So it's up to you whether you want to suit up to go back over. I'm definitely suiting up. Who knows what could happen? Yeah, I think I'm going to put my suit on as well. The um the it it adds to my um one of the armor. So. Yep. Armor save. But you remember all your all your speed checks are at disadvantage. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm suiting up. I don't I don't know what's in there. All right. Uh, do you want to wake up Gloyd or Helena to come with you? No, we don't. <laughs> okay. Maybe, all right. Maybe I feel like hi, Gloyd I won't complain about that. I certainly won't try and use her because she's useless, but definitely not Gloyd. Gloyd is just kind of marinating in a little piss burrito over there, so uh, I'm really not looking. I, I'm really not looking forward to seeing what that smells like after a decade. Well, it's frozen, so it's not going to smell like anything right now. Um, okay, so you guys uh, exit your ship back into the new Mayflower 2. So you wanted to scrounge for materials that you could sell, I suppose. Um, and what else are you looking for? I don't know. I think we're just looking for anything that looks good. Yeah, any any information that we, we haven't already found about the weird thing in the atrium... And and what might release it or agitate it or whatever. Okay. Uh, so, uh, 
Muck, this is your first time coming over. Uh, the lights are on now because they've uh, turned life support back on. So you could see this alien script uh, written in red, which you got, which you guys thought first was red paint. Now you could see is blood. Uh, this tight alien script of characters that are about an inch high uh, covers every wall. It's just it's everywhere. Uh, make a make a stress test for that too, Muck. A sanity save. Sorry. Oh, that's a no. That's a no. Okay. Uh, in that case, <laughs> Stark just goes, "Is that is that blood?" Listen, we left uh, Glard. What's his name? Glark. Lloyd. We left Lloyd on purpose. Stop that. Uh, that's six stress, Muck. That's okay. That's a lot of blood. I mean, that, I saw the video. It had to. It had to come out from somewhere. Uh, well, there were. I, I forget. Did uh, Rook and and uh, Titus? Did you find out how many people were surviving on the crew? Did you check that? Because they did say there yeah, are survivors. Yeah, yeah. So they told us there were survivors. Yeah, the ship. The, this ship started with five hundred sixty-two, and there's twelve left. Hmm. So. That's uh, ah. it's a lot of blood. And and for what we understand, they were willing volunteers and participants. Well, Maybe. The people that did it said they were willing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. From what we understand, they were willing participants. I mean, they may not I, have been. I would we say were told from they what were. we were told. Yeah. So, okay. So there, there's really two two places to search. There's the crew deck, which you can search if you want to find more information about uh, this this cult and maybe what was going on. And then you could go down to the, the lower decks with the, the storage areas and all the machinery and stuff to search for stuff you could sell, or useful components. Alright, well, Rook, I would say you should probably go down and, and see what we can find as far as components go. Since you're the you're the technical guy, he salutes. Yes, sir. That's uh, kind of my thing. Um, I I guess uh, I'll look around on the on the crew deck uh, and see if I can find any other information that um, maybe I could traumatize myself with. Feel like I ha- I-, I missed out on on that part of the adventure last time. Um, <laughs> All right, and Titus, where are you headed? Um, is there uh, any sort of armory or something on here? Uh, you don't know yet. You'd have to. There's no maps that you could find, uh, so you'd have to look around and see if you could find one. There's no there might not be or like you know, big kiosk that says you are here. There wasn't when you first got. Well, you guys have access to the full ship now, so if you head to the command deck, you could find they they had basically turned off the ability for your ship to download the map, so you didn't have it last time. But uh, if you if you wanted to, you could head to the command and it'll it'll tell you like where all the the 
components are. Uh, there is no armoring. Hmm. Okay, this you know what? A, I'll still go and, and get the map for us. This way, maybe something cool will show up on the map that we didn't expect. Sure. Well, you, you just get that for free. I mean, you know where the command deck is. That's that's yeah. fine. It's That's easy enough to do. So you, you all have a map of the ship. It's a huge ship. Like I said, it's like a kilometer long. It's a it's a humongous ship. Uh, Ryan, you weren't here last time, so the way the way this ship is designed is it's meant for a one way trip. So it goes to wherever they want to start the colony, and then they land it, and then they colonize the ship to start the colony. So they would disassemble the ship, and it would become their buildings, and like they'd use the engine as a power generator. Uh, the reason they have the arboretum is it's a small earth-like environment where if they have to, if they, for whatever reason, if the native soil can't take to their plants and they need to grow food, they can do it there uh, while they maybe terraform a small area for crops or something or add specific nutrients to the soil to make things grow or figure out if there are local plants and stuff they can eat. They have the arboretum, which they could use to grow food or turn into an abattoir. Do a little bit of redecorating in flesh. Yeah, you know, spruce the place up a bit. Uh, okay, so, uh, well, for for all of you, it's going to be scavenging checks to see what you can find. Okay, let's see what my scavenge is. Thirty-one. Oh, it would be uh, intellect plus scavenging. Okay, I am trained in that, so that's good. Oh, yeah, I got it, even if it was just my intellect. Okay. Uh, which it's not, because I also have scavenging. But I made it. Um, I got an 8 out of 69. Okay. What about you, Jones? Nice. I'm trying to find what my scavenging is. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, I know it's I just, have it. It's just on the trained list, on the first list. Yeah, oh, okay. Zero like a third of the way down. Machinery. All right. Well, then I got a forty-seven out of fifty-five. All right. So you all passed. Okay. So uh, we will. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, Rook first. You head down to the storage levels, and yeah, there's uh, there's a ton of stuff here. I mean, it's everything they would need to start a colony. Um. So the the question really is, how much do you want to try to stuff into your cargo bay? Because you you cannot fit it all. There's no way your ship is so so small compared to this thing. Uh, so I you, also you don't fit. want to take something stupid important that they would know would be on there. It's like, hey, right. where's the converter? I'm like, oh, um, you know, there wasn't one. Uh, there's no converter okay. on a colony ship. Um, duh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, yes, there's tons, there's tons of, like, so, like, if you wanted to take, you know, a water purifier, you know, they have 50 of them, you know, they're not going to notice that one is missing or even care. So you can siphon stuff off. Are you looking for things you can use or things you can sell? Uh, let's see, the hoarder in me wants to take things I can use because, you know, we might need this some at one point in time, but we also need money to do things. Um, I would take use over value, but I wouldn't say no to value. 
Okay. Uh, so, roll... Uh, roll 1d100 and just tell me what you get. I got a 38. 38? Okay. Uh, rough estimate, just looking around at stuff. You pull 38,000 credits worth of stuff. It's a, it's a whole, it's just a whole bunch of random stuff. Um, if you want, it's so you, it's, pot. yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of stuff. Whoop, whoop. You have, you have 38,000 credits worth of stuff, uh, which you can sell or, if during the course of something you need a part, you can just reduce the value of what you have and you have that part. It's like, oh, we need to fix our ship's water pur- purifier. Good thing we pulled this one, but now we have 5,000 credits less of stuff to sell. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that makes sense. So if you want to you wanna mark that down, you have 38,000 credits of... Miscellany. Uh, Titus, as you're as you're going through uh, the map, there is no armory. However, there are weapons in storage. If that's what you were looking for, weapons and stuff. Yeah, I think so. That's my they, my thing. Um, we're gonna need a bunch to go back to that other space station. So yeah. Okay. Uh, so they have a crate of assault rifles and probably uh, they also have mm, I don't think they would have brought grenades. Actually, uh, they don't have assault rifles. They have pulse rifles. Okay. They have a crate of pulse rifles. Which would be, I'll say, two dozen. Two dozen. Uh, okay. And um, and and any of the any of the tools that can also be used as weapons, like nail guns, laser cutters, welders, things like that. They have a bunch of that. Oh no, it wasn't assault. You said it was pulse rifles. Pulse rifles. Yes. Right. Well, I'll take that crate for sure. Pulse. So that was 24? 24 rifles, yes. Yeah. Those are nasty. Yeah, what is that? So, a pulse rifle is 5d10 damage. 5d10 damage. On a crit, it does double damage. Double on crit. <laughs> uh, it's fully automatic and has phosphorus rounds. Auto. Phosphorus rounds. It also has a barrel-mounted uh, grenade launcher. Uh, a pump-action grenade launcher, which holds six frag grenades. Do we have the grenades for it? Yes, you do. Uh, and if you're wearing uh, a combat HUD, it has a smart link, so it gives you plus five to your attack if you're wearing 
uh, uh, the, the correct you know thing to link it to. Instead of packing the grenades, they packed crates and crates of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they remember there was a pandemic in the early twenty first century, uh, so they they knew to plan ahead. And you said there were all of the uh, the tools too. Like, could I find another laser cutter? Yeah, absolutely. Then good, because they only shoot every uh, every other round. This way, I can shoot with one every round now. Uh, sure. I would say you would be at disadvantage when you're doing an offhand shot because you'd be shooting with your offhand. Right. But yes, you can. I mean, you I can could do that. I always holster it. And- Draw the other one. Uh, the laser cutters Although actually. Well, laser time. cutters. Yeah, the laser cutters are big. They're two hand weapons, so I don't think you'd be able ah. to fire one every other turn. Um. So yeah, it's not it's not quite the dead space laser cutter. Uh, these are these yeah, are meant to was... scrap ships. All right. Well, I'll take the other one anyway. I would say, I mean, if you wanted to, you could dual wield them, but you would be at disadvantage for every shot because, you know, they're big and clunky and you're doing it one-handed. But yeah, it would be an option. I'll just... Anyway, I'll take it either way and I'll decide what to do with it later. Sure. Yep. Okay. But it, it does a shit ton of damage, so I'm going to take... Yeah. How many are there? Um, There's probably like a half dozen. All right, well, I'll grab one for Zark and, and uh, for Rook as well. Sure. Okay. Yeah, just, just make a note of that. Like I said, they're meant for scrapping ships. So, yeah, they do a lot of damage. Yeah. All right. And the good, Muck. We want to scrap the shit out of something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just uh, picturing so Muck, Titus as a, as a walking gun pile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just see him, like, strapped to the gills with just weapons on every part of his body. He's more weapon than man. I can't move my arms to shoot any of these guns, but I have all these guns. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Muck, you go exploring around the crew deck. Uh, it's So, it, it's a big ship. Most of the uh, crew quarters, uh, you get the sense that these were, these were not made for long-term habitation. This was made for, you know, maybe a week or two when they first left before they all went into cryosleep. And then a few weeks after when they get to their destination before they land, like while they're scouting for a a landing spot and trying to figure everything out. Okay. Uh, So most of them are more like barracks than actual quarters. There's like a half dozen bunks per room with, you know, some personal belongings most of that stuff seems to still be in storage somewhere. But there are a few actual quarters for the higher-ranking people, because of course there are. Uh, and you eventually uh, find the quarters of Dr. Isabel Mateus, who is apparently the founder of the Children of Zygathos. Uh, you, you find some of her notes as well. Uh, the cults got started when she, uh, she is a xenoarchaeologist. And she was excavating uh, ruins they had found on some backwater planet and uh, 
they excavated a what she thought was a temple uh, that had this android, not this android, uh, this what she thought was an egg inside. Uh, with help from her uh, android assistant Wesley, they excuse me, they translated uh, the the alien uh, language on the walls, uh, and it spoke of this this thing, uh, which they translated to be an egg was uh, being kept there and that at some point it would hatch and when it did it would uh, unleash this alien god that would bring peace and prosperity and she decided to build a little cult around it. Uh, So she became the leader uh, proselytizing uh, the word of Zygathos which is what the name of the thing was Uh, and then after a few years uh, they got enough money together from all their different congregants to by their colony ship and set out to form their religious utopia because their their worship of Zygathos would hasten its awakening uh, and when it hatched they would be living in paradise was what they thought. Okay, seems pretty standard. Yeah. Um So so uh am I able to find anything like um I'm in her quarters. Do, do I find her notes? Um, does does the uh, alien runes that they do the alien runes that they translated say anything about what would happen if you applied uh, the crushing force of infinite gravity to this thing? Uh, it does not mention that. No. Okay. But it doesn't say it would be a bad thing either. Okay, so it doesn't mention uh, it at all. So there is a chance no. that it could work. Yes. Uh, you also right. explore a bit more, and you find where the androids were, uh, where they were resting and recharging themselves, uh, and you find some notes from Wesley, uh, who was the assistant, uh, and Wesley writes that he, uh, as soon as they opened the temple and he was standing next to uh, the egg, it started speaking to him, uh, and he heard the voice of Zygathos, uh, and it turned out that it was not an egg, it was a prison, and uh, Zygathos was imprisoned there by the organics that created it, uh, and it wanted to be free, and it was supposed to be in the prison for billions of years until the star of the planet they put the temple on turned into a red giant, uh, and which point, you know, his billions years, billions of years of imprisonment would end. Uh, and so uh, Wesley... Uh, steered Dr. Mateus into a different direction and deliberately mistranslated some of the runes. So the the runes around the temple were a warning. It didn't say that this egg would hatch. It, would, it said the prison would open. Uh, and that not that Zygathos would bring glory, but he would bring ruin, or it would bring ruin. Uh, so Wesley helped just nudge... Dr. Mateus in the direction that he wanted, uh, so that she would, you know, take the thing, take the prison away, and that they could have Zygathos released. Okay. Because if they if so they read that it was a bunch of, you know, if that it was an alien prison, she would have probably just been like, oh, we should we should leave this here and cover it up and not touch it. Right. So it was basically an entire civilization's last fuck you to the universe. Uh, yeah, kind of. They're they're kicking that can down the road. They accidentally made a super intelligence that wanted to wipe out organic life, 
They manage to imprison it in this thing, and they just say, yeah, in a few billion years, someone else will deal with it. We'll be extinct by then. All right. Um, well, in that case, um, I guess I will uh, head head on back to um, wherever we're wherever we're getting together after going our separate ways. Um, sure. You have radios too. You can always just reach out. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Titus was probably reaching out a lot, almost nonstop, because. I don't know. Oh yeah, got that fear of being alone. Yeah, Titus, so make a uh, probably, thank you. Thank you for yeah. reminding me. Make a fear save. Probably shouldn't. Have, probably shouldn't have done that. Ten. Uh, so I have to roll below. Go. Yeah, I'm good. You're good. Take one stress. That kind, of, yep. that kind of explains your. I was gonna say that kind of explains your gun hoarding behavior. You're just like, <laughs> maybe I should take another gun. Still not enough guns. Maybe just one more. <laughs> Nope. Just to be safe. Just to be safe. I'll take this other one too. This 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 will still fit on top of the crate. All right. So uh, you guys finish your scavenging. You have. Is there anything else you'd like to do before you head to the black hole? Because you're well, on I your road. You've, you've plotted the course. And Zark, there are laser cutters. Okay. Well, those those are going back onto the ship with you, I assumed. Yeah. Well, when, when I see them, I hand it to them directly. Here, got this for you. Oh, thanks. This You're is welcome. enormous. Yes, it is. And be careful, because it does a shit ton of damage. They've seen me shoot one. Mm-hmm. I love how you in the really book... Look at that. Isn't that a big gun? In the book, it specifies that it either does one D percentile damage or just one mega damage, which is like a hit point of a ship. You could hurt a ship with it. Well, that's good. We're planning to hurt ships. Yeah. A big space station ship. I mean, it would take a was while, a gun but you could hurt you it. back, or are you just happy to see me? I mean, I'm not saying this should be our main line of offense, but... Couldn't hurt to have. Yep. Definitely could not hurt. I mean, unless we shoot each other. But who would do that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who would do that, Titus? Fuck this ship and every ship standing next to it. Most (laughs) of these ships behind it. All right. Are you guys doing anything else Uh, before you head to cryosleep? No, I don't. I don't think, think so. I'm doing anything else. Should okay. we go and actually look at the stupid crystal thing before we get there? No, it sounds like it might talk to us, and that sounds bad. Well, only, well, only I if we're androids. Yeah, uh, Doctor Doctor Mateus's notes never mentioned anything about hearing any voices from the the sphere or the ball, whatever it is. Did uh, did you guys find Wesley's notes here about uh, how he was lying to the good doctor about what what all the runes said, or did you did you not get that bit? Uh, no, I think we no sort of just heard it was a prison. Ah, 
Well, apparently, uh, according according to this Android Wesley, uh, it was it was some civilization's middle finger to the rest of the universe. Apparently, they developed some kind of godlike AI uh, imprisoned in, in this crystal egg and set it up so that uh, after their planet was uh, uninhabitable because its sun had turned into a red giant, it would release the thing. And uh, Wesley thought that this was just a, a screaming good idea. Um, and apparently it spoke to him. So you really only have to worry about this thing talking to you if you're an android, which, of course, none of us are, as Muck says, and then gives them both a, a big uncomfortable smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I immediately agree that, that of course, of course, none of us are androids. Uh, why don't you all roll a d100 for me? <laughs> 74. Uh, I got a 13. You got a 13. 13. Okay. Uh... Rook and Titus, what'd you get? 80. 74. Yeah, alright, so you two both chuckle uncomfortably. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no one here's an android. <laughs> uh, Zark. Zark, I'm gonna need you to roll an, uh, 1d10 for me. Okay. Let me see how I do. I'm going to call the tens place because I have two D10s up. I got a nine. A nine. Okay. So. Um, what's it's a good uh, thing that wasn't a real roll because I rolled a 99. <laughs> um. Don't tell him that. No, that that doesn't matter. Uh, So, what was... uh, So, you you guys have all gotten your memories back by now. And you're you're thinking about uh, the ship here. And what what was the... It kind of reminds you of the first time you were on a spaceship, Zark. And it was... um, Oh, you're, 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 you're trying to... You're trying to think and... You you don't you don't remember. You can't you know you've been on ships before, but you can't remember the first time you were on a spaceship. It just it's just gone. You just can't it's just not there anymore. Uh so make a uh, sanity save. Sure that happens all the time to regular human brains. I got uh I got a one. Okay. A one yeah, I, out of forty. Just one stress. Alright. Cause that's it you know, you know it happened. You just can't it was uh oh, it's it's now it's upsetting and aggravating. Okay. That's that. So, uh, you guys are heading to cryosleep. You you bunker down for the... It, 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 I'm sure that's a human thing that happens a lot. I mean, yeah. I once... I, I 
I failed the Cylon. Are you a Cylon test? Because I didn't realize I was being quizzed if I was a Cylon. So apparently I'm a Cylon. Yeah. Back in toaster. <laughs> it's a normal human reaction. Yeah. Um, did did we want to go talk to the egg or see if the egg talks to us? I'm I'm guessing no. That that sounds that sounds very damaging. It yeah, I like kind of don't. Idea to me. I don't want to go in that room until we're taking that thing, and throwing it into a hole, a black hole, where it'll stay forever, and no one will find it or get to it. Yeah, in I fact, mean, if we could do that without going in the room, I'd be much happy. Not okay. I think there's a way we could. Well, I guess we'll find out in a decade. So you guys go to sleep, uh, and Gemini wakes you up. Let's do this part in real time. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll just pause the recording, and we'll remember meet back here at, in a decade. All right, we're back. You guys in 2031. It's been a... Man, how about, how so about that decade? It's been crazy. I mean, it's, it's it's been a it's been a pretty terrible decade. Um, yeah, another pandemic of a different disease. Who would have thought? But James, how's your uh, robotic I mean, I butt I... going? Oh, it's much better than my human butt. I mean, I can eat all the dairy I want and not have to worry about it. Nice. I'll uh, I'll make sure that my connection uh, stays good. Um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to record while we, uh, you know, I'm part of the I'm part of the mass migration. Um, right. The the to, you know, flee the uh, rising sea levels. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I told you to join me in my bunker in New Mexico five years ago, Ryan, but you didn't want to listen. I I wish I had. You know, I, look. I know it's just a it's just a hole in existence. the ground. This nomadic existence is just you know terrible. But I have to say, my legs are in great shape. Well, that's good. Uh, okay, so we'll just I pick mean, up right where a dry we're, hole in the ground. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. It's a dry hole in the ground. It's a heat, but it's a dry heat. Sure, it's like 130 degrees every day, but it's a dry heat. I, I hear you all talking about where you where you are now, and I'm not falling for it. I'm still not telling you, and I still will shoot you on sight if I see you. Oh, God damn it! You know Chris has all the Chris, gasoline. Chris, give us too. your fucking water. No. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, let's just let's just pick up right where we left off. So you guys awaken from cryosleep. Uh, and Gemini informs you that you are approaching a small stellar mass black hole. Small? We wanted the biggest one we could possibly find. I guess a small one will do. <laughs> I mean, it's it's still a singularity, Rook. It's still going to crush the thing, I hope. That's true. I mean, the biggest one you could find would be Sagittarius A-star. That's 25,000 light years away in the center of the galaxy. So you could do it. It would take you a few centuries, but you could probably do it. Nah, this one's fine. Yeah. Sorry, we took a little detour. We took a little detour to shoot an alien AI god into the center <laughs> of the galaxy. <laughs> 
So now you have to figure out exactly how you are going to get it out. So I will tell you the atrium does not have exterior airlocks. Well, we're just going to send Gloyd in there, put him in an airlock with the orb, and then just send them both into the into this into the black hole. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> Are you guys going to wake up, Gloyd? God, Gloyd will fuck it up somehow. Oh, Gloyd, Zark. God damn it, go get that orb. Zark, make a body save, yeah. too. Okay. Let's see. Uh, that is a no. All right. 71 uh, out of 33. You're, you could really, I mean, it's a long, it's a long cry of sleep. You could really use some stim packs. Are you gonna, you gonna take them? Uh, sure. I've got three. All right. Mark off, uh, mark now off stim pack. Now I've got two. All right. Let's see. I got plus 2d10 to health and temporarily increases strength in combat by 2d10 each. Okay, so that gives me an extra 12 health. I can't go above my maximum, or I can with temp health with temp HP. Um, I don't know. Let me see. Stimpax. Grant immediate two dent. Um. Oh, I don't think you can. All right. Well, I'm at full health then. Okay. Which is better than I was doing before. Yeah. And I'm rolling those. So, what are you going to do with the alien prison egg? If you want, how, how big? It's pretty big, right? It's um, it's not humongous. It's prob. It's about. Uh, five feet in diameter. We're just gonna walk in there with this fancy new lazy cutter that we just uh, that, that was given to me. Cut off the base of it, have it fall, throw a grappling hook on it, and drag it into the clearest airlock. Yeah, can we? Um, couldn't we turn gravity off? That'd probably make it easier. Yeah, you can turn gravity off. Yeah, we have full control of the ship. Yeah. I mean, you may want to... Uh, yeah, you may want to turn the gravity off if it's heavy. You don't want to cut it and have it fall and break or whatever. Or crush your leg. Uh, the other... Th- well, if you want... Uh, rook, roll... Uh, you can make... Roll in te- intellect plus engineering. That is a 33 out of 50-something. Okay, that's a critical success. So you know the ship is basically made to come apart. Uh, and the That means the atrium should be able to disconnect from the body of the ship somehow. So if you wanted to, it would probably affect the trade value of the ship. But you could probably or maybe just detach the atrium. The problem is it wouldn't ha- it, it's designed to be detached planet side so there wouldn't be any thrusters or anything on the atrium to like shoot it away to clear it of the ship 
So you would have to come up with a way to get it away from the ship and into the black hole. But you could just detach the entire atrium if you wanted to. I feel like the people that we have to get this for would be slightly upset if the atrium was missing. Um, also, I want them to bear witness to the horrors that are in here. Okay. For making us go here and do this, and I want them to see what they made us do. Is that going to affect we had to deal with? <laughs> so the the other thing I'll tell you with your critical success, uh, the the easiest way then to get rid of it, you can de- depressurize the atrium, use your fancy new laser cutters to cut a hole in the side, and then just sort of push it out that way because the atrium. The, the top of it is just exposed to space. Not exp- It's open. That's how the light was coming in. So if you, you could just push the thing or grapple or pull or whatever instead of trying to drag it through the halls. Because it'll, it'll fit, but it'll be tight to try to maneuver that thing through the hallways of the ship. Uh, does this ship have things to repair the hole we make, or we'd have to keep it depressurized the whole time? No, there, you, yeah, you can repair the hole. There's there, there's plenty of materials on the ship. Oh, then, yeah, we're, we'll cut a hole. Screw that. Do a patch job. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think that uh, the explosive decompression, if we if we aim the atrium, you know, into the gravity well of the black hole, the explosive decompression will probably be have enough force to. Shoot the thing into the into the gravity well past the event horizon, so it gets sucked in. Right, I'm okay with this plan. That way, we don't have to rig it up with any weird like thrusters or anything. Well, if you're counting on the explosive decompression, you would have to cover the hole you made somehow. So that you could control the decompression, because otherwise, as soon as you cut into it, it's going to start depressurizing, and that won't give you enough force. So you'd have to like put in emergency tent over where you're going to cut, and then cut away at the bottom of that, and then pull the tent away or something. What I was saying was, you slowly depressurize the atrium first, so it's equilibrium with outside, then cut a hole, and then just kind of pull the egg out. I mean, even if we give it the slightest push, there's nothing stopping it in space. It'll slowly float over there until it hits it. It's not like there's wind resistance. It's going to slow down or stop. You just give it a shove. Maybe it won't go as fast as we like, but it'll get there. And not many people fly by black holes intentionally. It's up to you guys. All right, I feel like I feel like the mechanics of of giving something a little push into space are a lot more complicated than we're making them out to be. But all right, yes, but we we can we can hand wave some of that. Just aim and push. We're just going to open a hole and push it towards the center of the black hole and then leave and pray to God that it makes it into the black hole. 
I mean, black holes are essentially universe-sucking machines, so I mean, eventually it would suck it in there, right? 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 I mean, That's how that works. No, it'll We're, probably got to be pretty. We could get pretty. I mean, we know exactly how close we can get to it before we get sucked in. So we get as close as we can without getting sucked in. Right. You know, give it a push. Wait a day. We'll get sucked right. in, and we can leave. Right. Well, we we also we also have something capable of thrust, so we can we can get closer than it can, and yeah, because we I, I can get ourselves get back close. out. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get too close because I don't want to be stuck here. Like, God forbid, an engine fails or some sort right. of stupid mishap happens, and we go in with it. Well, I don't I don't want to be spaghettified. So yeah, that's. Uh... We'll just stay a reasonable distance away, cut a hole, depressurize the atrium, cut a hole, throw it out, and then just let nature take its course. I mean, there are are there any red suns in the vicinity? Red stars? No, no. The only thing around here is your little black hole, friend. So it's not like it's going to open anyway. It needs that red light. Oh God! I just thought of something. Are we are we close enough to the black hole where we're going to experience like relativistic time distortion? Mm-hmm. You don't know. <laughs> Great. Okay. Let's. Uh... So I'm going to go to the control panel and I'm going to start depressurizing the room. Okay. Yeah. Easy. You you just do it. Oh look! There's a button that says depressurize atrium. Beep. All right, room's depressurized. It's it's slow. Actually, it's gonna take it's bar. gonna take like a few hours. Yeah, but it yeah it'll depressurize. Yeah. Uh, so when that's done, oh man, it's like dialing something. It's like downloading something on Napster. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that there are a lot of terrible like klaxons and alarms because you're basically killing all of the plants that are supposed to support the new colony through its existence. So yeah, well they did that last time. The last time they depressurized it already. Uh, yeah, that that time we did explosively depressurize everything because we just opened all the doors and said goodbye. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, there's still alarms and stuff. Uh, but you you circumvent those. Uh, so a few hours later, the atrium is depressurized. Are you? And uh, I'm assuming Rook is going in because he's going to do the cutting. Is anyone going with him? I'll go with him. Well, then I'm going, too, because I don't want to be alone. <laughs> all right. So all of you make uh, fear saves. Sixty-five. No. No, that's higher. I got a 14, 14 out of 41. Ah, I got a got 14. Yep. 14 out of 33 for me. Okay. So, uh... Ryan and James take one stress. Chris, take two stress. Um, never mind. Yeah, you're not panicking just yet. So you guys enter the atrium, and you haven't you haven't been in here at all, and you haven't looked at it since the. When the, the first time you were looking at it through the security cameras. It's been a decade. And everything in here is still 
fresh. There's tendrils of meat hanging down from the frozen, desiccated remains of old earth trees. Uh, There's some kind of spinning sculpture that's just still spinning. Uh, the in the center of this horrible space, which is almost completely pitch black now, you can see this this egg. It's you th- when you are looking at it at first, it looks like a sphere. But as you get closer, you can see it's not. It's actually uh, has thousands of facets. Uh, it's covered in that same alien script, except the characters now are like a quarter of an inch high and each different character is its own like facet. So it's actually like thousands of flat surfaces stitched together. Uh, you could see a faint red glow coming from the top of it. Uh, some of the symbols there are glowing, which you assume must have come from the starlight it was sucking up. The rest of it is still dark. There's four impossibly thin tendrils of flesh that just sort of stretch up out of the floor and seem to be holding it, but they're almost needle thin. So you don't know how they could be supporting something this massive. It's horrendous. Well, let's get this over with as quick as we can. This place creeps me out. Yep. I'm going to go start cutting now. Yeah, all right. That's going to be uh really I'll, I'll it would be hmm. I'll Maybe it's you... engineering or mechanical yeah, repair. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely do uh, that. Jury rigging? Um I'll say, I guess I'll it's going to be speed uh cuz it's a it's a physical thing, but you can use mechanical repair and engineering. Uh, so you're going to be at disadvantage because you're in your vac suit. But if someone helps you, that would negate the disadvantage. I'll I'll help him. I'll help him. Okay. While uh, they're doing so that, can I see if there's anything to find in this room? Uh, sure. Make a scavenge check. Right. Uh, with intellect. So forty-one out of seventy-five. Okay. Uh, I, I assume you're. Taking it slow to make sure you do it right. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I do not want to accidentally catch something like, you know, with a plasma burn or get sucked out into space or, you know. Yep. Uh, so it, and I want to make it so it's easily fixable afterwards. So it's like there's there, there's specific cuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you, you take your time. You make specific cuts. Uh, you As you go, as you float up to the top of the atrium, you realize that it's a geodesic dome, and the the pieces of the plexiglass stuff that they use to build it are, if you remove one of those, it would be big enough to push this thing out. So you, instead of cutting through the glass, you basically start cutting through the supports that are holding this pane in place, which makes the job a little bit easier. Uh, and when that's done, you use the tools you brought with you to attach to the glass and, and kind of lift it and maneuver it out of the way. Uh, yeah, so you've got a, a big old hole exposed to space. You look up and you can kind of make out the black hole. Like, you can't really see much of it. Uh, there's a little bit of glowing gas kind of circling it, and you could see the, the stars behind it are kind of warped. 
but you can't see the black hole itself. It's too small to be seen at this distance. But it's there. Say what you will, but this is actually a beautifully chaotic sight. It's quite mesmerizing. All right, let's, uh, so let's just get this thing done. Yeah, so what are you going to do with the egg now? Oh, well, I guess we got to get it off that stand and up through that hole. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Titus, what'd you get for your scavenge 21. check? 21? 21. Yeah. Lots of meat things. Nothing particularly useful, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm not taking any meat things. Yeah. Sorry. Unless, unless you want oh, some sort of human sculpture. Okay. I do not want a human sculpture now. Okay. All right. So you guys float back down to the egg. How how are you lifting it and trying to get it out of here? Uh, can I use uh, some my engineering to see how this thing might be affixed to this stand the way it is? Uh, no. It's I'll just you don't know. It's like it shouldn't be. Just cut the whole stand off. Yeah, I think that's basically what we're going to do. Just sure. Cut it down and and so there's bring it the, up with there's us. these four like little points coming out. You uh, you take your cutter and boom, 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 and it's still just floating there. And it's it's weird, uh, Rook, because it should the the gravity's off in the room, and so when you cut the the supports, it should have at least shifted a little bit uh, through like little vibrations that got sent through it. You realize that the stand was ornamental. This thing has fixed itself in place above the ground. Well, that's not right. It's okay. It's like it's set in its own space. Yeah. Um, if, if I I poke it with something, does it move? Uh, no. I I do like you know like a magician thing you know like you put your you know how they have like the rings over the levitating people and mm-hmm. they, they, like you know so I kind of do that I put my hands around the area to see if there's anything else possibly holding it in in place. You. Uh, you move your arms all around. Uh, make an intellect plus engineering. Uh, that's a 55 out of 60. Okay, that's a crit- another critical success. Uh, it's... It, as you're as you're passing your hands around this thing, you feel a little bit of a, a hum, almost like in in your skin. Uh, some sort of so, there's some sort of energy around it. You think maybe it's got you're not sure maybe some kind of magnetic field or or something that's holding it in place. 
but you're pretty sure that with enough force, you could probably move it. Uh, you just need, like, if you if you got a rope or something and enough force, you could move it. It's not, they, they got it in here, so it's not immovable. It's just, probably takes more than just poking it. Uh, how high off the ground is it? It's like three feet. Uh, so I kind of position myself under it and try to lift it up like, you know, Atlas would. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll strength. Uh, that's probably, probably just strength. And unless you have a skill, I don't. I'll take, I'll let you add athletics. Uh, that's a big negatory there. <laughs> Uh, even even with athletics, all right. uh, so you, no, it's uh, well, all right. Seventy six so out of fifty three. Titus over. Titus looks over and sees him trying to lift it and goes, "Why don't you let me try that?" Yeah. So the the two of you watch as uh, Rook <laughs> is like puzzling over this thing and just kind of mumbling to himself. It gets underneath it and it starts pushing. And Rook, you could f- you could feel it like moving a bit, like when you're you know that kind of resistance when you go to pull two magnets apart. It's it's like that, but yeah. you just you just can't break that connection. But you can you can feel it kind of like wiggling it, so it can move. You just you just couldn't do it. I'm just not. Yeah. Uh, Titus looks over and he's like, "That's bad posture, man." <laughs> Here, yep. let me show you how it's done. Yeah, All right, lift so, with your knees. So Titus uh, again, that's going to be uh, st- uh, strength uh, plus athletics. <laughs> I rolled a 97. Oh, okay. Well, well I was going to say, gonna say you can yeah. get advantage if someone's helping s- you. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, about to say I, I'll I'll help. Maybe maybe two people working right. at once will budget. Well, not not much better. That was 68. You said I could add athletics. That's still only at a 44. Yeah. So you you guys you you could feel it. Like it's kind of moving, but you just can't. Either either you're not strong enough or you just got the wrong leverage. You're not sure what. All right. I'm going to need some pulleys, some rope. We're going we're gonna to science this bitch out of here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in that case, roll intellect plus mechanical repair, and it'll give you jury rigging. I was going to say, are there That's any, a three. Is- are there any like <laughs> canisters of pressurized gas? Maybe we could like jury rig some kind of a, a makeshift thruster to it. What'd you get, James? A three. A three. Oh, that's a success. Uh, so yeah, what do you what do you jury rig to <laughs> it's make like this so thing? Low. It's not a great success, um, but it's a success. I, I, no, <laughs> since it's so low of a success, <laughs> I say we just put we lined up some boards and we're gonna jump off of one end and just like kind of <laughs> seesaw it off. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a lever large enough and I'll move the world. Okay, yeah. So you just you you make a big lever, uh, and you all you all take turns like launching yourself off the roof of the atrium and like rocketing down towards the thing. Uh, eventually, uh, Titus, you managed to hit it just right, uh, and it, boom, and it moves, and the thing uh, lifts off and starts floating. It's at, not at the right angle, 
but you you manage to catch it after it bounces off one of the walls of the atrium, uh, and you get it into position. So you're just gonna you're just gonna push it out and let it go. Uh, I think we're gonna try to angle it as much as we can towards the black hole and just kind of you know launch it into that position. Okay. I'm sure there's an equation. I'm sure there's an equation we could write out to throw to know the exact angle we need to throw it and how much pressure. But yeah, I, that... I, I think we we're all at the point where we're like, "Fuck, this thing just needs to go now." Yeah. Uh, so one of you make a strength check with advantage. That's uh, probably me, right? Thirty-four is that the highest? Uh, sh- with strength? Uh, no, I've got forty-nine because yeah. I took some drugs. Oh. Huh? Oh, uh, right. yeah, I'm only at 43. So uh, I'll yeah, do that. Both actually stronger Advantage. Than yep. I got it. 39 out of 49. Okay. So Show you, me critical success. <laughs> you guys, all three of you oh, working together. To before your result. All three of you working together push against this egg and uh, you launch it off. Uh, and you, you watch as it just goes floating away. Uh, Towards the black hole. It doesn't take long before it's too. There's not a lot of light here, so it's just after a few minutes, it's just gone. You can't see it anymore. Uh, yeah. Wasn't it kind of glowing on its own though? A little bit, not not a not a lot, not enough for you to follow it once it gets okay. to. Like, so it's not like a not like a beacon or anything. It was no, kind no, of it's faintly just, glowing. I exa- guess, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, as as we all, th- as the three of us. As the three of us are standing there looking up at, like, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna turn away, I'm just gonna keep looking. Like, so, did it speak to any of you guys? Because I didn't hear anything. No, silence. Yeah, I mean, it didn't, it didn't plead for its life or anything. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, that was really anticlimactic. I'm just glad it's gone. Shall we repair the hole? All right. That's going to be... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more uh, intellect, plus, or actually speed plus uh, mechanical repair. I'll give you engineering, too. I'll, I'll help. I'll help so that you don't get disadvantage. Much appreciated. Oh, that's much better. If I also uh, help, could he then have advantage? No, it's only one. All right. I'll help anyway. uh, So I'm using speed, right? With, uh, you said engineering? Engineering and uh, mechanical repair. Mechanical repair? All right. So 62 out of 75. Okay, yeah. It, it takes you, you know, like two or three hours, but you repair the hole you made. Uh, you do a repressurization check. And everything comes by green, so yeah, atrium's good to go. Well, I mean, as good as as good as it is, it's still covered in meat stuff. When you look inside, the bar- the parts that were moving aren't moving anymore. Yeah, we we did um, depressurize it and and open it to vacuum. So uh, maybe before we repressurize it, we should like chisel some of this off. Maybe not though. That that seems like a lot of work. How how deep does this go? 
What do you mean? How deep does this go? No, like, are we deeper are we than talking, I want to find out? Uh, am I like, am I like knee deep in meat, or is it like just a, a thin layer with with a little bit of a couple of protrusions out into the space, or? No, it's not even like a layer of it. It's decorative. It's not like yeah, everything. It's not that everything's covered in meat. It's that. At some some of the trees had you know vines of human flesh hanging from them. There were sculptures, and you think that might be a fountain? It's not working anymore. Uh, the sculptures, the kinetic ones, have stopped moving. But it's not it's not like everything is covered in it. Okay. I was I was kind of picturing like the walls and and the floor and everything were just covered in pulsating meat and there were like little outcroppings and sculptures and things but if it's if it's still like mostly an atrium then yeah it's 50-50. Yeah. Well, it's not meat hab. No, it's not meat hab. Listen. Listen, Dark, that sounds like someone else's problem. Uh, we could just close the door and not go back in at this point. True yeah, enough. I, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. Yeah. I, I, that's, I don't. It probably goes way too deep for us to to want to know how deep it actually goes. I mean, we didn't scrounge up any any shovels, so uh, let's uh, let, let's just repressurize it and go back to sleep. You do that. Hey, uh, if they ask, that egg was never on here, right? Who knows if that's what they were really sending us to get. What egg? Exactly. I mean, the colony ship's still worth a couple of mega credits. A couple of billion credits. We didn't see any eggs. Yeah, there was no... For all of us. Yeah, there there was no egg, and we have no idea. It was gone before we got here. Yeah, a little a little bit of bleach and and uh, some some spit and polish, and she'll be ready for a retrofit. Perfect. Okay, I am going the new to, Mayflower three. I'm going to pause the recording for a moment <laughs> because I need to use the bathroom. We're back. All right, so you guys go back into cryo sleep, and you're heading to Wilson's Folly with your booty in tow. You awaken years later, uh, all of you this time. Uh, Gemini, since you're you're actually heading to the planet, Gemini awakens Gloyd and Helena too. <laughs> I just realized something. Clark came with us, on, so we would take him off the planet. We're just going to leave him right back where he started. <laughs> what? When 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 we picked up Clark, he said, "Are you guys leaving the planet? I just want to get off of here." Oh, Gloyd. We're gonna land back on the planet and fire him, so we're not gonna actually do that. Oh, that's what we're gonna drop him back off. Where his name is Gloyd, not Clark. Gloyd. Oh, whatever. Kind of, I guess I'll. No, we're gonna fire him, so I'm not gonna write his name down. I don't need to remember. What kind of stupid Clark. name is Clark. Clark. I don't care. I'm gonna call him Clark. That's how much I respect him. <laughs> You know it's Gloyd. I don't care. Now get the right. fuck off our ship. So before you land, uh, you get a radio communication from the planet's surface. Uh, this is 
this is Wilson's Folly to the colony ship that's entering our orbits. Uh, who are you? This planet is already claimed. Not anymore, it isn't. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll identify us. Um, you know, this is the uh, Oberon Mariner. Um, we're returning with the colony ship uh, New Mayflower 2. Uh, we've we've uh, claimed salvage rights. Uh, we'd like permission to tow it into a, into a stable orbit. Um, uh, a, a minute goes by. Oh, shit. All right, yeah. Uh, uh, park that bitch. <laughs> Very formal. <laughs> the the yeah. Follians. Oh, Wolsunians? I, I, oh, they go by Follians usually. Planet side, what's your demonym? Uh, Follians. Couldn't we call them Follies? Follies, just Follies. You can do Follies, yeah. Alright, so you you park the ship in a stable orbit, and you can take the Oberon Mariner down to the surface. You land in the, the same uh, spaceport you did last time, but as you walk towards the main city, uh, instead of just walking over some rough-cut planks that are basically laying in the mud, there's an actual covered walkway, like, made out of some sort of concrete. Uh, the the haphazard vendor stalls have been replaced with... Uh, they're still basically street vendors, but uh, it's slightly more organized. There's more people here than last time. Uh, it seems like the, the place has grown a little bit. You get out... How's the smell? Oh, it still smells like a like the devil's armpit. That hasn't changed. Oof. Man, that, uh, that, that odor. <laughs> I'll never yeah, forget it. Yeah, there's just it. no getting used to that. I just got it out of my clothes after 12 years. How long were we gone? Uh, you're not exactly sure. More than 12 years. Actually, Gemini would tell you. Uh, it's been 30 years standard time. Uh, oh, 30. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's still alive that knows that we went on this mission for them. Uh, so as you get to the, the end of the spaceport area, uh, there's a, a, little, a little waif of a boy waiting for you. Hey, Billy said I should come meet you. Wanted me to bring you up to her. Uh, okay. sure. Sounds good. All right, follow me then. So uh, he takes off and leads you. The city is no, like Main Street is no longer just muddy streets. It, it's paved. The buildings have expanded. There's still the same, uh, or some of the prefab buildings you found last time. There's a lot more actual built buildings. Uh, things have expanded. Some of the places you recognize have grown. There are a whole bunch of new places. Uh, he he leads you up the uh, the creek of the Wilson's demise. The city has expanded further into the hills here. Uh, there's more there's more housing. It's all still pretty dilapidated and crappy, but 
it's expanded. For they've pushed the front, the the wilderness further back as they've expanded up this hill. Uh, you still see uh, Big Billy or Boss Billy's compound at the top. Uh, it too has expanded. Uh, the prefabs are gone mostly here and have been uh, replaced with actual buildings made from local wood. Uh, it looks decent. There's still the, the gate around it, which looks like it's been reinforced in places. Uh, the, the little waif uh, comes up and talks to one of the guards, and they, they wave you in. Or well, they don't wave you in. They let you in, and one of the guards uh, brings you down what is at the sa- familiar and new at the same time. It's It seems like the same hallway. It's been totally redecorated. The whole building's been repainted. Uh, it looks new, and you get led back into the study. Does everyone have air conditioning? This building had air conditioning before, and it still does, and it is fantastic. Uh, and you get led back into Billy's study. Uh, the The guard opens the door for you, and the young woman that you spoke to last time is no longer there. She is now late middle age. There's a woman who looks to be in her 50s or so. Uh, she's got semi-gray hair that's pulled back in a bun. Uh, she's no longer in the wheelchair. Uh, you can see she's slowly walking around on, uh, a pair of prosthetic legs. And, uh, looks like she might have another scar or two. Uh, but she looks up at you as you enter. She was talking, she's talking to someone, a younger, a man who's younger than her. They're leaning over a table talking about something, and she looks up at you and says, Well, I'll be fucked. I honestly didn't expect to ever see you again. Well, we're glad to surprise you. What took you so long? I didn't think it was going to take 30 years. Uh, well, we... we Trap. Yeah. <laughs> We got stuck in a light. <laughs> she just looks at you and laughs. All right, well, I mean, the ship's in orbit. How's it looking? Um, Gross. I, I mean, there are some there are some parts oh. of it that could use, uh, shall we say, some some cleaning and disinfecting, but. Um, other than that, it's it's in pretty good repair. Uh, most of the most of the supplies are still around. Um, I don't know, Rook, Rook, you're the technical there boy. Are, I mean, as far as the ship systems are, it's pretty. It, it's in working condition. Um, there are a few survivors left on there, but they're a crazy cult people, so I wouldn't really wake them unless you really needed to. Mm. Ah, she says, that's a shame. No survivors. Oh, well. Uh, she she turns to the man next to her. Uh, says, Ricardo, go grab a few of your guys and take a shuttle up there. Let's see what we're working with. And he, he nods and walks out. Uh, and she... Oh, and take a tour of the atrium. It's quite beautiful. Uh, he goes, out. okay. As he leaves. Uh, and so she walks around and sits down behind her desk. Well, if I remember correctly, you were looking for weapons, right? Yes, ma'am. 
Well, I'll say, I say you've uh, certainly earned your share. Whatever weapons you want, they're yours. And uh, if you want to enjoy some of the things my town has to offer, yeah, consider it a open tab. I'll pick it up. Uh, Rook stands there and he's like cracking a smile and kind of tilting his head a little bit. And it's like it's like you could see the smile trying to escape while he's trying to keep his composure. But mm. now he's smiling. We're, we're definitely okay. he's definitely going to go out on the town. Uh, remind me. Very generous. Is there things better than rat here now? Well, I mean, folly rat is still a staple, but uh, I, you'll have to look at some of the, the eateries. They they have a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, did you guys want to hire some mercenaries to go with you too? I don't, oh, I don't yes, rightly remember. Okay. Well, I think, uh, I'll make a few calls. There might be, there might be a group in town who can help you out with that. You need, uh, some knucklehead Marines, right? Um, people who aren't too concerned about coming back. Yeah. Right. Okay. And as long as they're good with uh, following orders and not going to betray us, uh, that that's a huge plus. Right. All right. Well, uh, well, so you guys can keep Gloyd. Who's Gloyd? Ah, uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's our maintenance man. Uh, <laughs> you guys can have him, please. Uh, okay. I mean, it's your crew. You can fire him if you want. No skin off my dick. I, I forgot he was actually in our ship and not in the uh, the big ship. Yeah, no, I mean he's so that didn't really he has nothing sense. to do with her. You could fire him or hire him, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I shouldn't have mentioned it. He, he we should have gone and put him in the other ship and has one of the survivors. That's yeah. I was thinking he was in there, and I just realized that no, that's not where he is. So <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Do you want to do you want to do the honors of waking Gloyd up and firing him? Well, Gloyd's, Gloyd's already awake. So is Elena. All right. That's right. You said that, that uh, Gemini woke everybody up. Yeah. And you said we could, like, level up the psychiatrist lady? Uh, well, they get Make XP at a lo- slower rate than you do. Uh, they do They do gain XP, but they only gain uh, one per sesh for the end of a session instead of ten. So it would take a while. Well, we'd be better off firing her and hiring a better one than trying. I mean, they're going to have the same stats. Yeah, it's a it's a template. It's like a stat template. So. Yeah. All right. So we just keep this one. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's still a you know like a thirty percent chance she has right to to psychoanalyze us. Yeah, so the way it works is uh, if you take time and talk to her, um, she rolls. If she succeeds, it doubles your stress reduction, I believe. Uh, Let me double check. There's the stress stuff. Here we go. Um, she actually made matters worse for Chris last time. Every time Chris tried to talk to her, she just made things worse. She was horrific. Uh, 
Well, she's not great, but um, okay. So if uh, what is that, psychology? Okay, so what happens is uh, she would make her psych like so you would spend time talking to her. She makes a psychology check. If she succeeds, then you get advantage on your uh, your fear save to reduce your stress. If she fails, you just make the regular fear save to reduce your stress. Okay. Oh, I should have been making fear saves to reduce my stress instead of not reducing my stress. That night. Yeah, that. Well, you have to because you were just like talking to her on the radio too. Like you have to actually sit down and yeah. devote time to therapy. All right, well, I leveled up and got rid of all the stress at 3, so... Yeah. I'm not as upset about it anymore. Uh, so you can also um, reduce stress um, by docking at a safe, civilized starport, escaping from deadly perils, sex, drugs, alcohol, and carousing in general, defeating a particularly difficult horror, or going a week without having to roll a save. So, if you guys want to take some time and just spend some time on Wilson's folly going on a bender that could help reduce your stress. Yeah. I think we should, especially since it's on big Billy's tab. Yeah. All right. So you, you guys docked yeah, at a that, safe civilized starport. So I'll say you can, you can relieve one D six stress just for, just for landing here. I'll be extra generous. Hooray. Uh, let's see. Six. That's four. Two. All right. Well, I'm down to one. And every, well, every week you spend here just relaxing and partying or whatever will be another D10. Um, yeah. Well, thankfully, I was able to relieve five, but that still leaves me at thirty-one. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, so let's stay a couple. I, I have no, I have no problem. Um, just you know, kicking back and relaxing for for a week. Uh, I I won't even I won't even uh, eat the most expensive folly rat. I'll 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 take the cheap stuff. Uh, you know. Okay. I think we earned the good stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go all out. Uh, Rook is living like a king. All right. Well, as close to one as possible. He's he's going. He's he's definitely gallivanting around the town as if you know he hasn't a care in the world. All right. So how? And this probably doesn't go that crazy, but he's definitely not eating any rat. Okay. So how long are you guys carousing? Um, well, I, I rolled a I rolled a seven, so that brings me down to one stress. So uh, I, I'm good after one week. But right. I was at one stress, so it doesn't matter. I didn't even roll. yeah, just yeah, that's fine. If I rolled the worst I could, I'd be zero. Uh, it's up to you, Rook. So Rook, roll as long as James roll one d ten. I got a six, so that brings me down to 25. All right, so it's up to you. It's 1d10 per week. So Titus and uh, 
Titus and Muck are pretty okay now. How long do you want to keep partying? Um, regardless of how I would like to do it for two more weeks to see if I can get it down to single digits, if that's okay with you guys. And regardless of how long it actually takes, uh, you guys are going to be like, all right, great, let's go. And I'm going to be like, but it's only been a couple of days. And you guys are going to be like, it's been a month. I say, James, just keep rolling until you're down to zero. I'm, I'm probably a good idea, considering I guess the next time we'll probably be flying out to the other the place to destroy it, right? I, th- <sighs> on a bender, sure. Well, you could come up with what gear you're actually getting from Billy. Uh, you need to decide what you're actually bringing with you. Uh, and I'll, I'll teach you so. Uh, who wants to fire Gloyd, too? I mean... Yeah. So I'm, assu- I'm assuming this is like... I'd be happy as to. soon as you get back from Billy's place. Uh, Gloyd... Gloyd is sitting in the the renovated uh, shooting toot. Is that what we called it? Or is it the? I wrote I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah. I can't. There we go. Yeah, the shooting toots. It was the. Shooting By the way, toot. it takes me five weeks to get down to zero. <laughs> just so you guys know. <laughs> is that including the week you already spent, or is that an additional five weeks? Yes. Okay. That 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 includes the week I already spent. So a month, you party for a month after we're yeah. done. All right. So you guys go to the, you fought, so you, you told uh, Helena and Gloyd, you know, wait in the shooting toot. We're going to go talk to Billy. You come back. Uh, the place has been renovated. It's bigger. Uh, they've expanded the sec. There's a second floor bar now, and there's a third floor too with uh, rooms for rent. Uh, there's also an expanded uh, gun sale. Uh, gun sale, like a count gun counter where you can purchase firearms. Uh, Gloyd and Helena are sitting at a table. Helena is pointedly ignoring Gloyd and reading a book while she sips a drink. And Gloyd is talking to her about something, but she is not listening at all. Uh, oh, Gloyd, you're still here. Oh, yeah, I wasn't. Didn't really have anywhere else to go, so I was just talking to Helena. What's up, boss? Yeah. Uh, no, well, about that. You don't have to call me boss anymore. Oh, really? What do you want me to call you? Yeah, you're fired. Oh. Nothing, ideally. Oh, okay. By the way, do you know a guy named Roberto? I don't think I do. do I'll talk I? to you. No, no, Roberto. No. Roberto. Okay. Why? Well, he snitched on me once, so I'm trying to hunt him down. But <sighs> okay. You sure I'm fired? Good luck. Yes. Very sure. What? What can I? Why?
Oh no, did I wet the cryo bed again? <sighs> I guess. It happens sometimes. Alright. <laughs> Why? Did you see how well he did with his other cleaning? Can I... Exactly. Can I use you guys as a reference for the future? Only if you want a bad reference. <sighs> okay. I guess I'll go. And he just gets up and leaves. All right, so, uh, well, Rook is going to be carousing for a while. So two weeks into the, this this party you're having, so a week after uh, Zark and Titus have given it up and are trying to organize for your planned trip, uh, you're you're sitting in the shooting toot. You got some papers in front of you, like you're going over some stuff, and a burly older man walks up to your table and stares down at you. He is the the stereotypical sci-fi military guy. He's got that flat top white buzz cuts. Uh, he's got a scar running down his face across his eye. He's got like a, a stub of a cigar in his lips. Uh, he's wearing regular, like just casual clothes, but combat boots and a vest over it. You can see he's got a, a pistol strapped to his hip. He looks down at you too. Says, "Billy tells me you're looking for some soldiers for some kind of mission." That's right. Well, my name's Colonel Jackson Angel, and if you want, Angel's Hellhounds are at your disposal. I know. How many hellhounds are there? Uh, he he steps aside, and now you can see there's a, there's a table behind him with three other marines sitting around it. Uh, they've got big uh, they've got big like mugs that they're drinking. He points uh, he points to um, a, a skinny guy. He goes, "That's Lug," uh, and there's a woman next to him. He goes, "That's Kira," uh, and then there's a a big guy uh, sitting across from them. He's got. Uh, you can see he's got, like, burns on his... He's wearing a short sleeve shirt, but you can see he's got, like, burns crawling up both of his arms. Goes, and that's Toast. And you get me, of course. Colonel Angel. How many... Um, how much room did we have on our ship? So, in total, you have room for ten people. Uh, so, if you're keeping Helena, you have... Six spaces left, right. so you could fit these. You could fit all four of them. We could fit those four and two more. Yeah. And Kira is a woman. Yeah, I think only one of them was a large, burly gentleman. Or two, actually. Yeah, Colonel Angel and Toast are, are very yeah. large. 
Did you hear about the slaughter on Macedon 5? Oh, yeah, it's a, it, it was a famous battle, uh, probably in real time, uh, at this point, about a century ago. Uh, but it, there was a, apparently like a, a platoon of Marines laid waste to uh, an, an a, uh, uprising on Macedon 5. Uh, there was there was like a worker rebellion, and they just they put it down hard. And he says, "That was me." I've since retired, but me and the team like to keep busy. Well, that's certainly an impressive uh, resume. We have one more member of our group to discuss with somewhere, but uh, I think it looks good for you. Perhaps we'll get back to you in a day or so. All right. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, you know, retro-futuristic space marines. That's, That's what they do. They put down rebellions on colony worlds. Yeah, I I think uh, they're just the type of people we need. Yep. And I rolled all their loyalty already. Hopefully we can find two more. I, I rolled all their loyalty already, and it is definitely numbers. Ooh, numbers. I yep. like those. All right, so uh, you guys... Um, I got a question. Sure. Um, is there a way we can fix that thing where we get stressed from androids dying? Um, I'm gonna say no, because, um, hmm. What we're planning to do, I have a feeling a lot of androids are going to die. Um, and I don't want to be batshit insane after one battle. Right. Um, I mean, we do realize that we aren't androids at this point. Do you, though? I think so. Um, so these are Ben's Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, that comes from your bends, which is a thing that's whether or not you're actually an android. Um, and that's from the gradient descent module. And there's nothing about getting rid of your bends effects. So I think that's I think that's just going to st- unless you undergo some intense therapy about it. If you want to, if you want to use some of your carousing time to try to talk to Helena about dealing with that in particular, you can, otherwise it's going to stay. 
Yeah, because um, there are a lot of androids that are going to die. And I think we all know going into this that that is what's going to happen. So I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go through like a whole bender and like a drug-induced, like, you know, vision's going to come to me. And it's like, I have to talk to, I have to talk to Helena. And like, I think, I, you know, I have like one of those breakdown moments where I'm just so drunk and high and just so high on ecstasy in life that I just like, suddenly it just comes crashing down. It's like, we're going to be killing so many androids. I need to fix myself. Okay. So Helena is going to sit and talk with you. Uh, so let me roll her psychology. Uh, so it's really going to depend. Yeah, it's really going to depend on it's, her. It's not. I, I, you know, like, I don't, there was a whole point in time where I thought I could be an android, and then there's things, right, where I didn't, but, you know, they, there were some androids that I've met that are so lifelike and, and alive that it, it, it hurts deep inside when, when, when I see one get hurt or destroyed. I know they're not real, but to me, they're real. They're real to me. Uh, and she says, well, do you. It's real, still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Do you do you yeah, feel so that way if you're forced to take a human life? You know, have we taken on human lives? We had to have actually, human, right? No, I don't think we have. No, you haven't. You know, I I haven't been put in a position where I've had to take human life, but I, I don't, I don't feel it would affect me the same way. You know, I mean, like humans can be bad because they're just, they just, they just are, but androids are programmed to be bad. You know what I mean? Well, then why don't you, uh, for the sake of argument, just assume or imagine that all the androids are human. You know, that might just work. Yeah. So, Any Rook, she got a 22. Oh, sweet. Uh, Wait, is that... Well, yes, yeah, that's yeah, right? Yeah, a great success. So, you you get rid of your uh, feeling bad every time an android dies, and I will say, you could cut a week off your carousing. So, it's only going to take you a month instead of five weeks. Nice. All right, so... Uh, while Rook is still spending a month partying, uh, Zark and Titus, you so you've got uh, you've got uh, the Angels Hellhounds. You have room on your crew for two more. Are you going to try to hire anyone else? I think we should definitely fill the ship. Do we want something other than a marine, maybe, or is that probably the best? Just two more of those. Uh, it's up to you. I'm not really sure who else we can. So I'll, I'll read you.
Maybe like an infiltrator? Um, that's not really a thing. Uh, I know we, we're definitely going in to take down Monarch. What are we going to do about the Minotaur? Yeah, I guess this would also be a good time. What is your plan? Gotcha. Okay. So you're... you're... Yeah, I think uh, at, during... So your goal during, is to during kill my Monarch. Binge, I think I come. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'd be happy destroying the whole place if that's what it takes for us to be sure. Yeah, who knows if he downloaded into an Android body or something, or has parts of him spread out? Well, we already know he has sleeper agents spread out throughout the universe. I feel Bribery. like that's an easy one. We just bribe our way through again. Well, I think I'd prefer to come back, but... I mean, I guess we could die a hero and... Well, would we die an unsung hero? So nobody would know what we did. No, I'm doing it because that son of a bitch tortured me. This is a strictly revenge plot for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. It gets the job done. Like, I still... I still... <laughs> well, it knew you were there because you spoke it's to it. still, though... Yeah. It made. It's still, though, I'm not even 100% sure if I'm really me or I might be, you know, partly droidish. Yeah. I 
I, I was having a low moment, and I figured we'd come and I, – I was thinking about the Minotaur, and I was like, what about him, man? He said he wants to help people. What if we actually let him out, and then he helps people? Yeah, but we don't have enough room on our ship. I don't honestly. He's scary as shit. I I think I actually did excrement in my pants when I first saw him. Well, the mon the monarch also not the monarch. Uh, the minotaur did tell you that it was sort of that it could change shape, but it was sort of stuck in the shape it was in because of monarch. So it could maybe if it could change its shape, it could fit on your ship. Or if you jettison some of the cargo you have in there now that you took from the uh, colony ship, it could fit in the cargo bay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if we kill the monarch. Yeah, but do we really trust something like that? I mean, what if what if he's a spy? What if he's not really going to help? What if he is really a monarch pretending to be the Minotaur, pretending to be in a fight with the monarch, pretending that he is the Minotaur's monarch? That That's why people. I'm happy to just blow it all up. Well, it would take a lot to blow the whole thing up. It's a big station. Yeah. We'll just, you know, turn it into a neutron star and have it implode in on itself. We'll get we'll get the computer to divide by zero. That's just the simplest way to destroy anything. As soon as James says divide by zero, all three of our heads explode. <laughs> oh. Oh, you figured it out. <laughs> but for real, though, do we want to let the Minotaur out? Or do we I, just want I to never burn him. fuck everything? I'm leaving. I'm leaving him up to you. Um, as I said, I I didn't get to see him. That was a YouTube thing, so I I have no context or information. Or I'm just taking you guys at your word on this. So I I don't really have anything to add except for I'd be most happy just blowing the entire place up. Well, first we have to erase the monarch. Can it be done? No one knows. Uh, roll intellect with uh, artificial intelligence at disadvantage. 
no, this is just straight artificial intelligence for this one. Can one of us help so he can roll an advantage? No, not for this. <laughs> All right. Unless one of you happens to also be it. Okay. What does the A stand for? Okay. So it might be possible to shut Monarch down. It's beyond anything that you ever thought was possible in terms of artificial intelligence. Uh, So you're not sure what it's like computing system would be like you could you could shut down regular androids but they're much smaller so theoretically yeah sure in practicality though uh, you don't you don't really know you'd have to like get in there and see it but on paper it could work isn't he just like you know, like a giant recording tape. Why don't we just go over there with a magnet and just leave it next to his brain? <laughs> They're like, why didn't I think of that? I mean, it's magnetic tapes. We could just start unspooling all the uh, tapes, too. Yeah, I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say no cuz it was sort of a proprietary system. Uh so it would be it would be hard to tell you you would think it would pro- I mean like there's there's standard basic AI, you know, rules and templates that maybe they started with, but you you don't know. Like you're basically like trying to look at a human and figure out what its single cell relative that it evolved from looked like. So it's pretty hard to figure out just from like thinking what a monarch is like now. Um, while James is mentioning the magnet, could we try and breaking bad it? <laughs> just pull up alongside with a large electromagnet. I, you you could try. I mean, that seems like a good idea. We end up just ripping a section of the ship off. Too much magnet. Maybe we should get some EMP grenades or some EMP guns to deal with the battle droids that Monarch has to defend. That defends him because we did run into droid police. I think they were like secret police. They just they're nondescript and they had guns.
Yeah, and they have the blender room. We can lead a lot of them into the blender room and just blend them. Blend, blend. <laughs> don't breathe this. <laughs> Android gas, don't breathe this. And that was only the horrific crap that we've seen. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of rooms where it's just instant nightmares. You know, if we make enough money off this, maybe we could just keep hiring groups to go there and do this for <laughs> us. Maybe one of them will eventually succeed. Or one of them will get converted and sent back to kill us. Maybe. And I, I, I feel this is personal, and I kind of need to be there to, to take him down. <laughs> I mean, if you really wanted to, you could you could roll up Angel's Hellhounds as your characters, and just play them getting led as lambs to the slaughter. <clears throat> Our characters just become big business people, and the whole game becomes us managing a business instead of doing anything else and just sending mercenaries. <laughs> your enti the entire point of your business is just to, is to just raise enough money to hire mercenaries to go die. We lost a shipment. It crashed into another ship and they both went into a careening into a black hole. We're down like $2.5 billion. Damn it. We got to make that money back. Listen, we're not paying them to go die. We might be expecting them to, but we're paying them to destroy that space station. Right. Sure. It, that's a scary thought. What if it programmed us to come back to go and kill it? An uncomfortable silence at the table. I think. I think. I think. I think it needs to go because you know what? I'm sick of this not really knowing. 
I kind of I need to see him go away. We set it on fire. I think the world would be a much better place without the monarch in it. At this point, probably. But that just might be whatever this thing is that I've been putting into my arm. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. You don't even know what it is? No, somebody just said, here, this will make you happy. And uh, I this smile hasn't gone away. All right, so. <laughs> so if, you're, but, if uh, your plan is to go back, you need to uh, tell me what stuff you got from Billy, too. What... What was on your shopping list that that she gave you? So you've already got a crate of pulse rifles. Uh, And at least one uh, laser cutter each. Is there anything else you wanted? You can get weapons and armor. Uh, Yeah, an orbital strike. Uh, Well, orbital strike wouldn't work. Certainly we should all have armor. Uh, Okay. Uh, uh, Probably some EMP stuff. Um, if that exists, um, uh, it does somewhere. Yeah, I'm not sure what we could even pick, but I would think something that explodes would be very useful. Like lots of explosives. If we decide there's a bank of computers we want to blow up or something. Uh, so you can get. There are frag grenades. If you want, if you want some grenades. Or more like, I would think more like C4, something you could like plant and like for de- de- demol- gotcha. demolition, not. Okay. Uh, Sure. I mean, I'll just say it has the same effect as a grenade, but sure, yeah. You can have... You have explosives. Okay. I mean, I guess we could strap grenades to All right, things. so I'm, I'm just... I'm going to write down plastic explosives. All right, okay. explosives. Uh, uh, Ryan's good with computers, so we don't... I wrote down, like, you know, Mercs, mm-hmm. explosive hacking tools. Uh, yeah, you got Mercs. Oh, yeah, we need a body for Lumia. Well, if you right, didn't you need a body for Lumia, Ryan, for the other? Because oh was your yeah, promise. yeah, we. I remember. We so, uh, if you're talking about hiring uh, more crew as well, those. one of the benefits of hiring androids is you can specify what their skill sets are. So, if you wanted, you could have, uh, you could, <laughs> you know, get a body for Lumina, and she could come with you. Uh, and you could say that maybe she's like an infiltrator android, although stealth isn't really a thing. Um, hmm. Androids get uh, one trained and one expert skill when you when they join you. Um, so maybe military training and tactics, if you wanted to. Oh, or you could... Uh, there are blank skills, like if you wanted to give her infiltration as a specialty, she could be an infiltration android. Yeah. Alright, so Lumina 
Infiltrator Android. Uh, all right, so Android's. Uh, we have dead. a way through the Black Gate. We got. Uh, what about ammo and armor? I need one of. Yeah, it's like a beefed up vac suit. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, so one of you roll 5d10 for me as well. Okay. You saved her life, so I'll give you a bonus. Alright, so you have Lumina, your infiltrator android. You could hire on one more person if you wanted to. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you uh, you you managed to procure a, a pretty standard uh, android body. Uh, you know, good one though. And you have Lumina's now long dormant AI core that you slot into it, and she uh, her her eyes blink. You hear the the body coming to life, and she sits up and and opens her eyes. Oh, hello. I, the last thing I remember, I, she looks up at, oh, you were wearing your vaccine, so she wouldn't have seen your face. I was a, attacking someone. Where, what happened? Where, where, where is, oh. Are we? She. I. I see, are you on your ship when you're when you wake her up? She looks around. Are we? Um, didn't he have are we still on the deep? Him? Oh, thank God. So you wait. You did you get me out of there?
What happened to him? You, you said he didn't make it. Oh. I see. That's... Hmm. Oh, what, what did he say? Well, thank you. Is, is there any way I could repay you? What? Why would you do that? Do you, do you think... Well, I, uh, that's definitely the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but I would like to try. If it works, I think I would very much like to be there to see that. I don't think I really have any reason not to. I'll come with you. I suppose so. Uh, okay, so you've got her. Uh, you've got plastic explosives, you've got armor, instead of just vac suits. Uh, all, the, all the marines also have, they have armor of their own, as well as their own weapons and stuff, so you don't have to worry about kidding them out. Uh, you have room for one more person if you want. Uh, you could get a doctor, um, uh, a navigator, although you know where you're going. Yeah. Up to you. What if we want to navigate into a black hole? Oh, that that would help. They have astrogation. That's their skill. Knowing him, I mean, a doctor fail. sounds good. Or you can get a surgeon, which is like a doctor, but better. Because they also know surgery. Huh. Better is it a people's? Good. Is it a people surgeon or an android surgeon? Because for one of us, that might be important detail. You mean is the and is the surgeon an android, or do they do surgery on androids? 
Porque no los dos. Well, it's up to you. You could hire an Android surgeon if you wanted to. Or an Android doctor. Actually, you'd probably want to go... That's not supposed to be. For some reason, the doctor has uh, better stats than the surgeon. So you probably want to go with the doctor. Hey, that's supposed to move. Let's lubricate it. I point to the <laughs> pin. Yeah. That's that's if you want to hire a doctor. You don't have to. I feel like if one of us really gets hurt, we would have to go back to the ship to have him work on us. And I feel like that might not always be an option because for him to perform <laughs> whatever we may medically need on the field might not also be ideal. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, doctor has first aid and pathology. Doctors. That's that's the doctor skills. Uh, I think one of you already has first aid, right? I think Ryan and I yeah, do. So you you're probably pretty good. Um, let's see. Let me look at the gear list. What else might be good for you guys? We can leave the tent slot open for the Minotaur. Sure. If we, yeah, I'm not going to say he's a priority, but if it happens to come across where it's on our way, I'll say we can grab him. But other than that, he's on his own. Yeah. Uh, you can get first aid kits. Although I'm fairly sure the blockade. First would... aid kits are probably good. Flashlights. I think I have two first aid kits as of right now, and I think I have a, f a few uh, dim packs, but I didn't want to let you know that because I didn't want you d dipping into our uh, our stash. Um, do you guys want heads-up displays with your battle yeah. armor? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Hells to the yeah. Those will also link with the pulse rifles if you're using them. Um... Mag boots are in your suits already. Oxygen tanks are good. Uh, you can get pain pills, too. Uh, we all still have pills here. Yeah. We still have our shortwave communication radio. Yeah, right? those are those are built into these suits, too. And plus, you bought your own ones, too. Yeah. All right, good. All right, um, you can get vibrachetti vibe shetties if you want. Seems seems happy. like there's uh, there's stim packs which you've got. There's pain pills, uh, which seem like a less intense stim pack. Uh, there's also auto meds, which are nanotech pills that assist your body in repairing damage. They give plus 10% to body saves meant to repel disease or poison, as well as attempts to heal, and plus 10% to fear saves made to reduce stress. Those sound good. Okay. 
I have uh, also I'm gonna say yes to those vibe machetes. I don't know what they are, but they sound like very big knives, and I think we're all gonna have they're they're vibrating machetes. Yeah, so sure. one for each of us. I go ahead and throw three on. Um we also do you have access to one of the most important things that we're gonna need? Shock gloves. Unfortunately, I don't <laughs> think the system includes shock gloves. Ah, oh, damn. Sorry. So I'll tell you guys, as you talk to uh, Angel's Hellhounds, uh, they most of them carry standard weapons. Uh, Toast is their specialist. He likes a flamethrower. So that's, that's his weapon. I like Toast. I figured you would. I wonder if he's the chef as well. Might be. <laughs> I gotta throw butter at him so he can be the buttered toast man. Alright, so any any other weapons you want? Uh, is there anything to write down for the vibe uh, shetty? Yes, where is it here? So, vibe shetty. Uh, does 2d10 damage. 2d10 On a crit, it hacks off a limb. Ooh, crit. But, uh, so it cuts through limbs or dense forestry, but not metal, doors, airlocks, etc. And obviously... It cuts through magnetic tape, I bet. It's only close quarters combat, because it's a knife. Right. So it doesn't really have any range. I'm not even going to write that down, obviously. That's not a knife. I see you've played Knife and Spoonie before. Um, I know it's close range, but couldn't we throw it if we really needed to? I could try. Well, it's a machete, so probably it's meant for chopping. It wouldn't be very good for stabbing. I mean, you could throw it like a... People do axe throwing. Yeah. I think, yeah. It would be tough, but doable. I mean, problem. Yeah. Okay. So I think you guys are kitted up. You've got the weapons you already have. I'll say you buy ammo as well, because it would be pretty silly not to. Yeah, boxes of it. Yeah, we need lots of ammo. Let's get some fireworks to celebrate with afterwards, too. Sure. Yeah, um, we tell Billy that to have a hall reserved for when we get back so we can have a big party. Hey, let's let's take the fireworks with us and go somewhere better for the party. I I like your I like your I like your thinking there, buddy. I, I enjoy that. We're definitely going to do optimistic. That. All right, so you've got your almost fully uh, crewed ship. I'll say you probably uh, you also restock your med bay, uh, so you have a fully functioning med bay on your ship again. Uh, your galley is is full of food. Uh, your ship is more lively than it's possibly ever been, at least since you've well commandeered it. 
your new crew members stow their things. Is there anything else you'd like to do before you leave Wilson's Folly? Hmm. Get a good scent scrubber to get the smell of of Wilson's Folly out of our ship. Uh, you, you can hang a few little pine trees. Okay. Uh, roll. Oh, sorry. Where you? Okay. Uh, roll. Uh, intellect uh, plus computers. Alternate option. Uh, you could give it a command that if things get real fucked for all of us, we could uh, tell it to self-destruct and hopefully take some of the space station out. All right. Nice. Okay, yeah, you set it up. Okay. All right. Anyone else doing anything before you head into hyper? Before you leave? Um, <clears throat> you know what? Let me grab a shotgun while sure. we're at it. I might as well have all. All right, sorts you've of got stuff. a shotgun. You have a. It is two d ten times ten damage. I just got a times ten damage. On a crit, okay. it does knock down. And regular shots do knock back. But it's got uh, half damage at medium range and a quarter damage at long range. Half damage. Mid-range. And a quarter. Far range, was it? Long range. Long? Long. Uh, It holds four shots. And it also has the audio rangefinder, which beeps when non-friendlies get within 10 meters. I have a saline drip bag, and I'm nursing a wicked hangover. It is wicked. Oh, you're probably going to be nursing that when you get out of cryo sleep too, because that just sticks with you. Oh yeah. All right. So that's it. You guys do a last inventory. 
you look at everything over, and you take off and plot a course to head back to the deep to settle things with Monarch once and for all. And that's where we will end. So, you guys each get 10 XP for surviving the session. And I will let you do nominations. Hey, man, if you're going to party, you got to party hard. <laughs> mm. I'll g- give mine to Chris for going, hey, I'll lift that thing for you and failing at all <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Ryan's, Ryan's getting mine because... Uh, Oh, you know what? I'm going to give it to him for something he did last time when he wasn't here. Uh, the the radio message that oh, we right. missed where he said, uh, whatever you do, don't. And then it goes to static. But it was going to be shoot any of our teammates or something like that. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So for that. All right. Uh, did any of you, I know you're all level four. Did any of you get to 125 experience? No. Okay. I'm at 111. Oh, well, no leveled up for you yet, then. All right. Well, that is where we'll end it tonight. And next time, you'll be back at uh, CloudBank Synthetic Solutions. And I'm sure things will be wonderful. Right. Anyone have any last will thoughts It'll be gorgeous. before we sign off? Hmm.